Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to episode 7, I think. Uh, I'll, ch- I'll double check that. Um, yeah, it's uh, so we are at the calm between the storms at the minute. Yesterday we had Storm Dudley, Dudley and uh, later on today we're expecting Storm Eunice, I think it is, Eunice. She is a, now let me get this right, a, um, oh, she's a, a, a weather bomb storm, basically. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not going to be uh, the best. We've got, uh, expecting sort of 80 mile an hour winds inland. Um, so goodness knows what they're going to get on the coast. Um, and uh, we're on an amber warning. Um, been around this morning already and just laid down anything that might take off and go flying. Um, yesterday I had a, a photo come through from Shelley as a a um, fire engine had turned up around their driveway and somebody's summer house had taken off and it was basically over the back of, uh, of Shelley's... Um, a garden it was in the garden next door to Shelley with a great big summer house upside down so um yeah it's the, the forecast is for is an amber warning uh with danger to life from flying objects really um great but uh, at the minute this morning it's fairly calm we have had a few quite big gusts this morning already and a lovely rainbow this morning um, but at the minute the sun is shining, it's blowy, I would call it blowy, but it's not, uh, it's not massively, um, windy at the minute. Oh, so, uh, we're waiting for another delivery of turf, <laughs> hopefully the right amount this time. Um, sod's law will probably say that won't arrive until late this afternoon, because yesterday the other one arrived early in the morning so we could get on. This one, you know, is going to probably not arrive until later on this afternoon um which and we don't know when it's going to come so can't go anywhere either uh and i also have arriving today some gloucester old spot pork um from a village well not two miles away three miles away chap in the village there so yeah i've got some uh pork coming we don't eat a lot of pork but it's um it's nice to have it handy and I probably will give the girls some or just do some Sunday dinners with them. I mean, the best bit about pork, I think, really, is the crackling. If you just dish me up some crackling on my plate, I'll be quite happy with that. <laughs> um, John doesn't like crackling, so whenever we go anywhere, if it's a roast and it's pork, I get the crackling, which is always a bonus. Uh, yeah, so today, uh, John's out there at the minute. He's not working um today he's got a little job tomorrow um he's out there just doing the sides of the the beds the existing beds um he's got a lot of work coming up in he's got next week off still as well but he's got a lot of work coming up after that and i'm not just you know this place uh, doing this place but i'm also at the minute because he's got work that he's had to sort out i'm um helping pricing doing the estimates, emailing, you know, all that sort of stuff as well, invoices. Um, so I I do all that as well, because John's just never done that, so, and I've always done it. Um, 
so I have to do that side of his plumbing thing as well and all his paperwork for that as well as the farm and everything else I don't know what he'd do if I just suddenly popped the clog so he'd just be in the right <laughs> in the right tiz because he has no idea really I'm sure he would just quickly learn that's usually what happens if I can't do something he quickly learns how to do it um so yeah that's today it's uh I the breeze the wind and yesterday as well you could feel it although the air temperature the temperature overall was about 16 but with the wind it you can feel the drafts and it does feel quite cold but um yeah the sun's out today and the blue sky so uh, it's only half past nine now so it might warm up nicely um I'm just waiting for it to warm up a little bit before I go out there. I need to remember to plant some, to sow some more tomato seeds. Um, I've got propagators on, so I will um, put some more tomato seeds in. But uh, generally speaking, if you're going to grow your own anything, really, uh, flowers included, um, uh, the first, roughly about the first week of March is when you want to be looking at um starting off anything that needs any heat uh whether that's a warm windowsill or a propagator and the reason for that is um april 21st roughly approximately is our last frost date and you won't be planting anything tender out until after that date so if you can see what i mean you're going to be growing tomato seedlings on the windowsill and uh they're going to be there for weeks and weeks before you can get them outside even to get them out to harden off before they go outside if that's what you're going to do so you need either the space to move them on or hold off uh, for a little while longer for probably about two or three weeks yet before you start growing them otherwise your your windowsill your warm windowsill is going to be absolutely chock-a-block with um probably long leggy plants but what you really want is um nice short sturdy plants that are that are doing well before they go out so uh, yeah so hold off a while um don't start yet unless unless you know what you're doing or unless uh you've got the room to move them all on that would be my advice i'd better go and get on with some work outside with john right it's actually episode eight i did double check <laughs> it's actually episode eight so welcome to episode eight um and this storm i uh, remembered what it was called is called a an explosive um cyclogenesis uh basically what it does is the storm isn't one that's formed and moving it's a weather front that is moving and then suddenly explodes into a storm so you can see there's going to be a lot more force with that one. So, uh, yeah, we look forward to that when, <laughs> when that arrives and uh, just hope we can come through it uh, without any damage. That will be uh, the main thing. I'm just in the greenhouse. It's uh, lovely in here, I have to say. The sun's shining. The temperature is uh, t- about 13. Oops. 13 and oh 15 18 i beg your pardon 18 in the air so it's quite nice i've just planted some some dill some basil uh some sweet pepper and then a range of uh, onions uh tomato seeds but um i've also got growing in here zinnias um i've got some lupins going sweet peas i've got the dahlias in pots 
trying to wake them up. I've got some broad beans growing. I've got some red cabbage that are just sprouting. Um, and what's that one there? Some old oh, coal rabbi. The coal rabbi sprouting nicely. Uh, I've got a couple of first early peas are just showing through the top of the soil. Um, yeah, so and then I've got a whole load of uh, flower seeds um, in some annuasters, and I've got the ranunculus all in pots. Uh, trying to wake them up. I've just had to refill the uh, the mouse trap because it's eaten it all. Um, guessing what I've done now is filled it with a bit of wheat so that uh, hopefully the mouse will put on weight and then the trap will go off because <laughs> it's not going off at the minute. And I can't put any seeds down on the uncovered down on the you know on the um, shelves because uh, well it will eat most of the ones that I want to put in at the minute, which are the pea seeds and the bean seeds and that. So yeah, that's what I've been up to in here in a minute. It's Friday, uh, quarter to two, um, the day of the storm. It's um, pretty fierce, to be fair. <laughs> it started off, I thought, oh, it's not too bad. Um, but some of the gusts are horrendous. I just came in the kitchen just now and it's, it was roaring in here. You can hear it in here, roaring away. Uh, I just literally, we've lost the electric once already. Um, I've just made myself a hot drink and a hot water bottle in case we lose it again. Uh, I've not done anything outside, obviously. Um, I'm supposed to be having a, a delivery of chickens at two o'clock. And John is supposed to be back to meet him, uh, but the chap was going to ring him at half twelve to see to say whether he was going to venture out or not. I suspect not. Um, it's literally listen. It's it's quite scary, really. Things are banging and clanging all over the place. Um, some on my family page, somebody's put a video up of the local on the airbase all the roof coming ripping off of that which is one of my biggest sort of fears here that the sheet metal roof will just whip off it's a snow let up at the minute <laughs> and it's horrible it's quite scary to be fair um i can feel the wind absolutely ripping through this door I, it's cold stood here uh what i did it, listen <laughs> what i did was um turn the TV on, turn it up and sit in the sitting room with the door shut, keep the warm in. But, uh, yeah, it's not very nice. It's pretty scary, but I know there's a lot worse going on for other people out there, so fingers crossed at the minute we're doing okay. Saturday morning, uh, nine o'clock. We survived the storm. Um, looking at the news yesterday, uh, you know, the things that are going on, everywhere it, it was pretty horrendous um there's a lot of damage everywhere uh we lost our electric twice yesterday but both times it came on within sort of an hour um so i feel lucky about that uh at one point i had to go and rescue a garden chair that flown across my garden was heading towards my polytunnel um that's quite a battle trying to even get that um yeah we've got uh well i've had a scout around we've not got any trees down uh luckily 
Um, I think there's one on the front. There's like um, a ivy choked branch um, in the lane that has come down. I think somebody must have moved it to the side. Uh, it is one that I reported about three years ago to the council. And I, I said back then that would come down um, in a good wind. And it has. Um, but apart from that, oh, and we've lost a, a roof panel, just a plastic roof panel, one of those wavy ones off of the rabbit hutch, which we only just replaced. And I said to John, well, I'm not going to replace that again. We're going to have to think of something a little bit more robust um, to put on there. That's not going to, we're not going to keep replacing that. I've only just put it back on um, with a new one. Yeah, and... I think, apart from that, we've, we had a plant pot go over with the bay tree in, which is quite tall, about six foot tall. But, but really, um, we've escaped with just very, very, very minor uh, things, to be fair. So I'm quite happy. And my next-door neighbour, her, she's got a field shelter in her field next to us. And um, when I went out yesterday, I thought, well, that doesn't look right. Uh, and I messaged her and she came out and had a look at it and um it's basically it's like a double one and it's got a post in the middle and the wind has got in underneath it lifted the post out of the ground and of course the post has now gone sideways and the roof is sort of caving in the side has gone out as well but but still it hasn't taken off or uh done any damage and luckily she got all her she has sheep and horses out there normally she'd got them all in for the day um our horses are fine they're out there there's they're no they're not uh Nothing wrong with them. They're fine. Yeah, so overall, um, it was uh, horrendous. Uh, it was horrendously windy, um, but we have, you know, come through it relatively unscathed. So that is a good thing, <laughs> as far as I can see. This morning, it is um, calm. There's barely a breeze out there. Uh, it's quite cold, quite chilly. Um I've taken a lateral flow test this morning, which is negative. John's got to do one when he comes back. Um, the reason being is that my sister uh, tested positive and so did my mum. Uh, and uh, I've seen, I saw my mum at the weekend. So, and today we have um, some of my, so they'd be my great nephews, uh, first and second birthday party because they weren't able to have them. Uh, well, obviously, the first birthday party is fine, but the, um, the other one, he wasn't able to have his birthday party with family. So they're having a joint um, birthday party today, but quite sensibly uh, wanted everybody to test before before we go. And obviously, if we test positive, we can't go. Um, so I'm quite happy to do that. And uh, yeah, so we're going to go to a birthday, a, a toddler's birthday party later which uh, will be nice because it will be probably um only the second time that we'll all see each other and then my sister and my mum won't be there obviously because they they've both come up positive so they're in isolation they are both um okay at the minute feel a bit groggy uh but so far touch wood um not too bad so yeah, uh, the rain that we had was good because um, that's obviously watered in all of our nice new turf, which we got down on Thursday afternoon. We managed to finish that patchwork of 
lawn and it actually makes the garden you walk out there and it feels bigger um so it feels quite nice and as like i said it's a little bit extra for the kids to play on a little bit less for me to uh weed and look after and i'll just have to i'll have to get on really and and um think about where i'm going to plant the uh herbs that were all in there because i did have like sage and uh rosemary and fennel and uh oregano um all which i dug up and potted up and uh i will have to find a place for that to go i have left the i've got a um an olive tree that was right in the middle but i've left that and that is in the middle of the lawn and then we've just put bricks around it you know and made it and i will what i'm thinking is i'll probably get some low-growing thyme just to get at the bottom of that which will smell quite nice and it won't matter if the kids um sit on it or stand on it accidentally or anything like that so yeah uh consequently yesterday we didn't well john had to get pop out and do a couple of jobs uh but which were already booked in but um yeah we didn't do anything else outside apart from feed the animals and stuff because it was uh, very blowy very windy so we sort of stayed in yeah uh john's just popped off to do a quick job this morning because the chap um is only there at the weekends so he's had to go and do that and it's uh we will probably go around and see what we can do with the rabbit roof run roof um just try and put things away that are blown around everywhere because there will be only you know stuff like that and uh, just make sure there's no other damage that we've missed really um down in the lower paddock I'll just go and check the um field shelters down there uh although, we, although last time we had a big winds down there uh, the roof was banging away so we did secure that then but yeah I think mostly um, what I was going to say is when you, if you do decide you're going to set up a small holding and things like that, you do need to know where your prevailing winds are coming from. Although, you know, these were pretty strong and they're coming from a direction. They don't normally come up that way. They usually come right from the west, but these sort of come in southwesterly yesterday. And uh, that's one of the things that you know we always do when we put something in we're like right where do the winds come from how do we need to make sure this is really secure so that the wind's not gonna just take it because i saw so many heartbreaking um photographs and videos yesterday of smallholders with their their whole lot of you know their chicken coops gone flying and stuff like that so we robust robust is what you need um we've got the old antiquated a uh, hundred year old chicken coops in the field they're not going to go anywhere they are so heavy um you know i said to john there's a reason why they made things heavy back in the day obviously they are they are so heavy that they didn't even budge not a not a sausage nothing um so if, if you're going to build anything belt and braces it you know because uh if you can get ties in it, if you can tie them in anywhere um you know and i'm talking about using straps built uh, metal straps um nearly everything here is uh, so if there's a post in the ground and you've got and you're going to attach a roof to it attach a strap to the post and then strap the the uh the roof to the 
well, yeah, attach this roof to the strap, which is strapped to the post, which is concrete in the ground. If you see what I mean, you really need to make it really robust because um, I don't think these winds are going to be something that go away. They're going to get stronger. You know, climate change is a thing for for whatever reason, and the winds are getting stronger. You know, the the downpours are getting heavier. Um, so all of those things you need to think about if you're ever going to build anything, where the wind is coming from, have a look at it. Is that going to take off? If it is, don't build it, you know, don't build it there. Build it somewhere else. You want um, wind shelters and, uh, you know, you want to be putting in hedges um, for shelter, for wind shelter and things like that as much as you can as much infrastructure as you can to negate whatever the weather throws at you really is what I would say but uh yeah for the time being we are it's calm and quiet out there today although a little bit cold but uh we will well when John comes back we'll decide what we're going to do this morning and then go off to party this afternoon which would be lovely um and that's what we're going to be at today. I'm going to pop out to the greenhouse and just check everything in there. Um, my polytunnels are intact because, again, where we positioned them, they are um, they don't get too buffeted by the wind. That's an, you know another thing. I've also seen heart rendering videos of people's polytunnel covers just flying off, which is um, you know it's expensive and it's it's. It brings you down. You think, oh, my God, God. You know, that's a big job to to redo all that. So uh, anything you can do to um, to stop that happening has to be thought about in the planning stage for definite. Sunday morning, <clears throat> nine o'clock, um, it's windy again today. Uh, to be fair, it's still windy yesterday. It was quite windy again today. It's uh, becoming rather annoying, but I don't think we're going to have any let-up. We've got a yellow warning today. No let-up until about Tuesday on the wind, I don't think, which is, uh, yeah, just tiresome. Um, we assessed the damage yesterday around the place, a bit more than we thought. We um, we lost two panels off of the guinea pig hut roof. Um and a fence went over in the front paddock, which I couldn't see from here. So um, we've sort of propped the fence up. And John went and got two more sheets to put on the guinea pig hut. But it's probably not going to be able to put them on at the minute. Which is annoying because when we were there, the cat was... I mean, the sides of it are about six foot tall. The cat was sat up there eyeing up the guinea pigs. Um, I couldn't catch them to actually get them in in the hut. Um one of the main reasons is I've still got this bad back. I've had a bad back now for oh, three or four days. Yesterday it got a lot better. This morning I've woke up and it's really annoying. No, it's really niggling, annoying. I've just taken some paracetamol, but it's, um, I don't know if I've trapped a nerve or something. I'm not sure. It's just a dull, annoying, <clears throat> restrictive, um, stiff, dull pain that's... Uh, uh, but you just can't concentrate on anything else because it's everything you do, you can feel it. So we was going to fix the roof today, but I, we're not going to be able to get up there with a sheet of stuff in this wind trying to put that on. So um, that's going to go out the window. Uh, it's not raining at the minute, which is good. We've had a lot of rain. 
Um, the re- field's quite saturated. We had a bit of flooding down in the front paddock. Uh, but, um, yeah, apart from that, apart from going around assessing things and didn't do a lot else out there. And then we went to the little, the kiddies' birthday party in the afternoon, which was nice, nice to see everybody. Uh, just nice not to do work, <laughs> work things. That's all we seem to do and just never seem to take a break to do anything else. We should really. We should really while the weather's like this, but then while the weather's like this, don't really want to go anywhere else, do you? So it's, it's catch-22, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure what's on the agenda today. I'd like to get over to the um, garden centre and just have for a mooch, but uh, whether we'll do that or not. Other than that, it'll probably be some reading up on bits of propagation and stuff I want to propagate. Um, I don't know. It's going to be one of those days where you have to guided by what the weather's going to chuck at you, I think. It's Monday morning, uh, ten past eight. Um, I just did record this just once, but it's, uh, something went wrong with the speakers, I'm not sure sure what. Listen to this this morning. You can hear the wind. Um, it's calmed down a little bit, but it's uh, still having some pretty hefty gusts. Um, we have Storm Franklin approaching or hit at some point. I don't know. Uh, I don't think we're going to get quite as bad as Friday, but last night was as bad as Friday, and that wasn't even. Um, a name storm, I don't know. I thought that was Storm Franklin, but it was horrendous last night and we had full throttle rain with it as well. It just seems like we've had the wind um, with us for nearly, well, the best part of a week. It hasn't really eased up and it's not going to ease up until Wednesday or Thursday of this week, I don't think. Um, Makes it difficult to get outside because you get hit by flying debris not massive but twigs and stuff like that it's um it's not the best really at the minute and i can see that like um ground covers and that they're just flapping around and come up and i want to get out there and put them back down but it would be futile effort in this weather um i don't know how long i don't you know just a little bit of respite would be nice just so that you can't hear it all the time it's just constant Consequently, we haven't done a lot. Um, I say we haven't done a lot. John went out yesterday and built the other compost bay um, because he cleared all of the compost bay and most of the um, sides were rotten because that's what happens, really. And so he's put some new sides in and that was so that we could get in there and, well, he did, clean out the ducks because we needed somewhere for them for the duck muck to go. So he cleaned out the ducks yesterday morning then he came inside and I said, come on, we'll go out for coffee and cake. And um, while I was out for coffee and cake, I bought some more bulbs and flowers, as you do. Um, Yeah, it's just, you just can't get on out there at all, really. We're doing the basics, um feeding the birds, watering the birds, collecting the eggs, making sure they're all right, but um, that's really about it. Uh, making sure the horses are all right and the cats and the dogs are all right. Uh, that's about it. We have um, a point of lay chickens coming today, 40 of them, 
They were supposed to come Friday, but the chap didn't want to risk coming out, which is fair enough, on Friday afternoon, in case he got blown over, didn't want our chickens all over the road. So he's coming out this afternoon to bring those. The goose has laid an egg. One of the geese has laid an egg. So we begin uh, with the goose eggs season, which is only a short season, as I say to people. Get your eggs now if you want them, because... Uh, end of may they'll stop laying again that's it but um and you may wonder why you keep bother keeping geese if it's just such a short season but they are incredibly good at keeping your grass short um you know they don't really cost you anything uh because they just graze on the grass and we've got plenty of grass here to keep down so uh like the paddock that they're in at the minute they keep it nice and short and uh, when we put them out the front they'll keep that under control as well they're pretty good amazing actually if you uh, want some grass kept like a bowling green it's they're pretty good at that um yeah we're just uh a lot of the time we just look out the window and think is this wind ever going to drop there are things i want to be getting on with and i did buy some bulbs and i will sort of i bought some more dahlias gonna have loads of dahlias and i will um probably go out to the greenhouse and just um sort them out to start start trying to wake those up uh but there are bulbs that I want to get in the ground. I can't, just can't get out there to do anything at the minute. So they will just have to wait. Uh, they were they were going to go in once the uh, flower bed was ready. And it's more or less ready. But we just since it's been ready, we just can't get out there because it's way too windy. So, um, yeah, apart from that, we've just uh, not done a lot, really. Just the basics. It's 11 o'clock. Um, I'll come out into the greenhouse to uh, get some things, uh, the dahlias and that, that I bought, potted up so I can start to wake them up and then hopefully take cuttings from them and, and increase the stock. Um, you can hear the wind. This is inside the greenhouse. It's ferocious. <laughs> um, some of the gusts are really quite scary and I've just looked into the the orchard and where I cleared up all of the uh, roof from the guinea pig hut yesterday I can see at least three more sheets of it on the floor today so it's, uh, it's, just, it's just relentless um, and I can see all around from here and it's uh, oh my fence is going over as well uh, yeah it's uh, not very nice the trees are just well blowing it's going to be a bit of a clear up job I think when we finish <laughs> when it finally ends um, I've planted I've sown some more seeds I've sown some um, some bells of Ireland and uh, which are filler flower and I've sown some lemon mint, which is also a filler, and some larkspur. Uh, and I've put all the anemone, 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 I have to say that right, because I'll spell it wrong otherwise. Anemone uh, bulb corms uh, into pots as well as the dahlias. So just try and get them to start waking up really it's quite nice in here it's though it's blowing a hoolie out there it's 19 degrees in here so it's quite warm um but that's about as much as i can do out here now i'm just watching this fence i've got, we've got a little, like a seating area a decking area and the fence is just 
um, taking a battering, really. And that roof in there, oh, I just hope it's just the end of the, um, the guinea pig one and not the turkey roof. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, it's just, it's just going on and on and on. Um, yeah, the whole fence is blowing massively. I can see the whole, this is a big post and rail fence, but then we've got some um, other fence attached to it. It's just wobbling in the wind. Uh, so there's going to be a fair bit of work to do once the winds die down by the looks of it, if they ever do. It's uh, Monday, quarter to four. Uh, we've just taken delivery of our 40 point of lay hens. Um, Hopefully they will start laying in a couple of weeks' time uh, when we have plenty of pullet eggs. And that will mean that we will have plenty of eggs going forward into the spring and summer months when uh, people like to come and buy them. Um, however, uh, the chap who also supplies our feed has said that the feed is going up again um, massively. <laughs> the, the costs of everything is rising, obviously, at the minute. And uh, feed is no different. And so we're going to have to pass on um, that rise in costs to our customers because uh, we didn't, we haven't for the last um, two times when it's gone up. And now uh, we're sort of caught on the hop because we did the costings and we'll be running at a deficit if we don't. So we have to pass that cost on. Um We've tried to do it by the fairest amount that we can, really. Um, even then, we'd, we're not going to be making a lot. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's tough times, really. Uh, and the, the feed supplier, he said, you know, the chap that brings them, he said he hasn't even passed on the full cost of his price rise to the customers because he's too embarrassed because it's leapt up that much so um he sort of almost you know knocked off a bit because he's just too embarrassed to put the the feed up that much that quickly but it's the way it's going um so uh, and i know loads of people the chatter on tinternet is you know people just thinking of giving up because the cost just rising massively although to be fair we're lucky, and a lot of our customers say, you know, she should just put the eggs up, put the eggs up, because um, they know they're getting a good product for a, for a fair price, really. But it's so difficult to compete with the supermarkets. I mean, there'll be people who are like, oh, how much? I'm not paying two pounds for a box of eggs when I can get them down the supermarket for one pound twenty. Um, and to those customers, I would say, well, go and get them at the supermarket then. But you know, this is a this is a quality product. Um, from well looked after hens i'm not saying they're not well looked after in the industry but you know what i mean uh, you know this is a premium product um that you'll get in without any uh massive overhead so we haven't got the buying power that the massive companies have got so we we can't uh we can't um sell them that cheaply and our half the time they're loss leaders anyway you know they're just bringing people into the supermarket to buy their eggs so they they can afford to um sell them off a lot cheaper because people will be putting all sorts of other things in their basket we don't have that luxury so 
Uh, I just hope that our customers, I know most, a lot of them, they're very understanding. And they've said before, you know, you should be charging more, should be charging more. So, well, now we are. So I hope you keep coming. <laughs> because, uh, um, yeah, otherwise we will just have to give up because it is just not cost effective at all. Otherwise, it literally, I, we worked it out. And what, with what we had now, before the new ones come in, we literally, um, we're, we're making about £3.50 a week. But, and that, a lot of that is because we're having to keep them in. So we're having to use lots of bedding, um, you know, and extras to keep the chickens uh, happy, um, clean. <sighs> yeah, it's just not, it's not cost effective at all at the minute. But uh, better days will come, hopefully. When we have all these um, point of lays, I will have to start really pushing the eggs, uh, you know, and getting them, because once they start laying, we will have trays and trays of pullet eggs to, to push. Um, and that's what we have to do. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it must be an easier way <laughs> to earn a living than this, I think. And then the septic tank lorry turned up. <laughs> Um, they phoned the other day. I phoned them back because I missed the call. And then they said, oh, there's nobody in the office at the minute. We'll get back to you and book an appointment, which is what they usually do. And uh, then just out of the blue, the septic tank lorry has turned up to empty the septic tank, which is um, something we have to have done once a year um, uh, if, uh, because we're not on the mains. We have a septic tank. And... Um, Here's a tip for anybody who is on a septic tank for the first time. Get your septic tank emptied in the winter months. Do not leave it till July because um, it stinks. The, and, and the warmer the weather is, the longer the stink lingers. And as I always say to people, if you think it doesn't stink, you should have a septic tank emptied and then you'll know everybody's does. <laughs> Nine o'clock, Tuesday morning, 22nd of the 2nd, 22, Tuesday. Um, I had recorded this once, actually, but uh, I deleted it. So <laughs> I wasn't in too good a mood this morning because I uh, got up, came in the kitchen, looked out the window, and I could see the horses in the front paddock. So I quickly went back, threw on my clothes, Went outside um, to, and got the horses out of that paddock. Uh, we let them in before, but they were um, electric fenced so that they didn't eat the hedgerow and things. So I was trying to build the hedgerow up a bit and the horses tend to eat it right down. Um, the reason they got in there is because uh, the wind uh, loosened all the fence the other side and um basically there's like a gateway that which broke and fell down and i said to john we did prop it all up and i said john we really need to get this sorted and he said oh it'll wait till the weekend and in my head i suppose i'm crossing myself because in my head i thought i know it won't and lo and behold it didn't and the horses would just take any opportunity so they just the fence obviously came back down again in the rest of the wind that we had and popped themselves into the front paddock. Um, so I wasn't too chuffed about that. Cause I, I, so I was cross with John 
for saying, oh, it'll wait to the weekend. And I was really cross myself because I knew it wouldn't and I knew it would go again and I knew they would get in there and I should have pushed it and uh, persevered. But um, it was windy and cold and I just couldn't be bothered. So I was a bit cross for myself, really, Um, as much as John. Um, So... So yeah, so they got it. Luckily, they didn't touch my fruit trees that I've been growing there for four years, five years now. So I would have been absolutely livid with myself as well, as much as anything. So I had to pop out there and get all of the, uh, get the horses out, get the fence propped back up again and try to tie it up now until we can get to it um, at the weekend a little bit better because... uh, yeah, fences are, the fences are doing my head in at the minute, to be fair. Um, we've been waiting a year, almost a year, for someone to come and put the post and rail up in the paddock. Um, we've done it for years by hand with a hand rammer. But, you know, John, I've stopped doing it with John probably about four years ago because I just couldn't do it anymore. And John sort of got to last year, the year before, thought he, he just can't do it anymore. It's just too heavy too much hard work so what we need is a hydraulic um hammer to hammer the posts in so that they don't come out too quickly um so we ordered all of the stuff we had it we had a chap come he came and looked at it yeah yeah do that do that um i'll come sometime i think it was april or something like that he said and then uh, after lambing um then we got in touch with him again after lambing. Yeah, yeah, just then there was other contracts to do. So basically he just hasn't arrived to do it. And it's. Uh, I went to bed last night thinking we really need to get these fences sorted because the posts are just laying all over the paddock um, waiting to go in. So I just think how long, I said to John, how long do you wait? You know, no wonder I'm cross now. This is nearly a year and you've, spoken to him twice and he's still not coming so I think it's time to um take control of it and try and find someone else I will find someone else but John's like oh well we're gonna get someone in to do it well yes because we can't do it and um no you know the chap that you got in touch with he's not coming to do it so well, I'm gonna have to find someone else or I'm going to try have to try and hire um a hydraulic rammer, which is proving difficult. There's not very many of them out there to hire. So uh, I really want to get this fencing done because all the while, the fencing, the, the other fencing is all falling apart. So it's just going to end up with lots of fencing to do. Um, oh, and it's just getting a bit too much now. We've got fence, fences falling apart all over the place which really, really need looking at in a big way, um, which we can no longer do. So we're going to have to find someone else who can do them, I think, because, uh, well, we do, because otherwise it's just we're wasting our time. We'll just take all the fences down, get rid of the horses and just have a massive open big lawn um, at this rate. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, as you can imagine why I deleted the first bit. I wasn't very chuffed first thing this morning um I well we were taking the slip rails uh, across and I dropped it that bashed John's hand up against the fence he wasn't very happy but at the same time it jarred my back which was just getting better um and now it's annoyingly 
nagging pain again. Uh, <laughs> so, so he goes on. It's I, I don't feel the best this morning. I've just done a COVID test. I don't have COVID, but I feel all heady and sinusy. So I don't feel great this morning. The worldwide news is depressing. Um, it's just a very depressing day. On the, the upside is that the wind has dropped quite significantly, which is good. But that's about it. <laughs> so just not very happy today at all. Um, but you know, I, I just get over it and get things sorted. And But we keep trying to get it sorted and uh, nothing happens. So, um, yeah, it gets frustrating. That's today so far. Um, what did we do yesterday? Not, uh, I can't even remember what we did yesterday. Apart from, Oh, the chickens arrived. 40-odd chickens, uh, the new point of lays arrived. Um, they happily settled in. They look good. They should start laying in a couple of weeks. And so I uh, need to start pushing the eggs there, really, as well. But... Uh, and then somebody, oh, then the septic tank toilet turns up. Yeah, I think I said all this yesterday, so. But, yeah, apart from that, um, not a lot else, really. And uh, it's quite calm today, and it's not too cold out there. I might try and get out there and do a little bit this morning. Um, Shelley and Sam are coming over. It's half term, and they're going to come over at some point today as well. So, yeah, we'll see how the day goes. Good morning. It's Wednesday again already. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> just comes around very fast. Um, so last night, yesterday afternoon, um, I was, well, John had, what did he, popped out to look at a job. And uh, I was sat watching the, um, I think it was probably about four o'clock, five o'clock news, I think, something like that. And because uh, of the impending doom happening in Europe. And um, he came home. He says, oh, what are you sat there for? The horses have broken into the front paddock again. And I was like, oh, no, not again. So I went out there. And uh, that's the trouble with horses. Once they've broken through somewhere, um, they will do it again and again until you literally cast them out. So uh, grabbed the head collars um, and some hay, took them up to the backfield uh closed that off and then john and i had to repair um the fence a little bit better than we had hashed it together the time before uh, so he had to get the post rammer out and ram a couple of posts in I and mean, it's still not perfect but there um, the, it's it's solid so the horses won't push it see that there's a bit of give and just push it down um when i let them back in again but uh, we do need to, I said to him, look at it, assess it, see what you need, because this really wants sorting out at the weekend once and for all. Because otherwise they will just keep on doing it until, well, until they will just keep on doing it. So we were out there, I hadn't even got the dinner on at this stage, so um, we were out there putting fences back together, um, you know, putting posts in. Um, fixing rail to the posts uh, just to make sure it's a half decent job until we can sort it out properly at the weekend and then quite a lot of the rails have got to come off and the posts have got to be banged back into the ground because some of them rotted off I said John we have to cut them off and um, you know bang the rest in it's, it's just um, yeah the wind just moved it so much they rocked it and any little 
um, sort of weakness. Bang, it's gone. Um, halfway doing that, <laughs> Charlotte came over um, and because uh, I'd said to her in the week, come over because she wants to, um, she's going to buy herself a mini greenhouse and wants to learn a lot more about growing her own food. Woohoo, which is great, which is always my, been my uh, aspiration to try and get people to grow a bit of their own food, even if it's, you know, even if it's not masses to keep you going all year. Um, I think once you get into it and you grow a little bit and you taste how good it is, you're like, yeah, I could do more of this. So uh, she came over and once we finished out there, we sat down and went through a list of things that she wanted to grow and um, sort of explaining to her their different uh, needs um, and what they, uh, the conditions that they like and how you're going to have to grow them, etc, etc. Um, some of it she's going to grow here and uh, some of it she's going to grow in a little greenhouse or in grow bags at her house so um, that'd be good and she um, obviously she goes into she's obviously uh, going to go into um, maternity leave sort of uh, late in the summer sometime so uh, she'll have time to look after it well she will until the baby comes anyway and <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, one thing I was thinking this morning while I was going around is that I always, I always call her Charlotte and everybody else calls her Charlie. Um, it's not that I don't like the name Charlie. I do. I love it. I just have never called her that. And so the only time I ever call her that is when I say Auntie Charlie to the kids. Um, it's funny, isn't it? It's just, it just occurred to me this morning. I was thinking about that and I have no idea why. But uh, yeah, so I always call her Charlotte and everybody else calls her Charlie, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, so uh, today, 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 today is not windy. Woo! It's, it was still pretty windy yesterday a lot of the time. And uh, Samantha and Shelley and that came over yesterday afternoon. And we um, took the kids out into the front paddock to sort of let off some steam, it being half term. And although the sun was out, the wind was still whipping around. And, it, you know, if, if it hadn't been windy, it would have been absolutely glorious out there yesterday. Today is a little bit, um, it's definitely calm, there's no wind, but it's a little bit colder. We had a frost this morning, but, uh, and the sun was out, but it's now gone back in, otherwise that would have been an absolutely fabulous day as well. But, you know, it's February, can't expect an awful lot at this time of year. So, um, John's gone to work this morning, he's done the birds and at the back. I have to do the ones at the front and our new lot that arrived I will do those as well so I do the ones in the orchard and the ones the new lot that arrived but uh, first of all I've been doing the eggs the washing up uh, empty the bins do the uh, bot, you know, milk bottles and etc etc all the things that you housekeeping things that you gotta get done first before you even go out so and I I like to I hate to um go out and come back in, take the thing off, coat and wellies off, do something, and then have to go back out. So I'd rather get it all done indoors, even if it means I'm a bit later going outside to do the outside lot, which um, uh, they just have to wait a little bit, a little bit longer, which won't do them any harm. Um, no, they're not, they're not allowed out anyway at the minute, but the new ones are going out into the sort of covered, the meshed run that we've got out there. So they did, a couple of them did pop out yesterday, which is unusual. I said to John, it's unusual because they've spent their whole 16 weeks inside rearing sheds. So um, when we opened the door, when they arrived, I didn't actually expect to see them come out, but one or two of them did. So 
some brave ones in there. But uh, yeah, I'll go over and see how they're getting on this morning. And uh, and then I thought, well, I do want to get these. Um, I've got lots of gladioli bulbs to plant. I probably, you know, I've got probably getting on for a hundred gladioli bulbs to plant. Um, and I keep thinking, well, they must plant them. But I do think in the back of my mind somewhere, there's an instinct not to do it too early. I mean, gladioli are summer flowering, so they won't be up yet. But I do think there's sort of some sort of instinct in me that says don't don't do it too early don't do it too early um but today i'm probably going to go out there and uh pick up all the things that are blown around everywhere it's first time you know it's not been windy so i'll probably go around and do a lot of picking up picking up stuff as you know broken twigs everywhere you know bits shed you know trees have shed bits not massive bits but they're everywhere um and things have all blown around the garden, so and the covers have all come off the ground and things like that. So I'm probably going to spend a lot of my time today just um, tidying everything up. I think uh, we are expecting a massive band of rain at some point, but I can't remember what day that is. Whether that's today or tomorrow, I'm not sure. Um, so for the time being, we're still not going to get very much further, which is why I always say you have to make hay while the sun shines. And when we had all that calm, dry. Uh, whether we just got on and did what we could do so that uh, we were ahead but you never really get ahead because then the rain ham the you know the weather hampers you um well it's almost been for a week now so we've been hampered for a week uh which is a week that john's sort of been around a lot which is so that's really annoying because he's been around a lot and then we couldn't really get a lot done and then i think next week he starts um full-on jobs for week after week after week coming up so uh yeah so then be i'll be back to getting him to help me at the weekends but um yeah that's what it is that's how it is that's how we will do what we can do when we can do it and uh inch forward oh so i went out and uh did the animals that i had to do the front ones um check on them make sure they got water and food and everything and then while I was out there I thought well I'll just pick up all these broken pieces from the uh, panels on the guinea pig hut because two came flying off tidied those all up and then another um, panel come flying off two panels and smashed all over the ground in the next sort of wind that came so I thought well I'll pick all those up tidy the place up a bit uh, take them to the to the skip so bent down picked them all up that was fine put them all together, went down to pick up the whole lot, bang, <laughs> back went. I literally had to drop it again on the floor, limp back, effing and jeffing, um, <laughs> wincing, making all the noises that people make when they got a bad back. Uh, and it was worse than it has been all week long. I've been trying to look after it carefully all week to get it better, and it was just getting nice. Um so I come in and uh, took some painkillers, had a cup of coffee, sat down, I put my legs up and it's um, it's eased off a bit because it literally, I thought this is worse than it was before. But it's eased off a bit now, although I am wincing a little bit. Uh, I was a pain in the bum because I was going <laughs> to rush about and get so much done today. Um, that's not going to happen now. So I'm going to have to take it steady. <sighs> Just another thing I could do without, really, today.
it's Thursday morning um, and I'm just about to prepare this to go out to publish. Um, yesterday, after I twanged my back, I basically didn't do anything part, apart from try and ice it down and uh, sort of switch between icing it and heat, putting heat on it um, to try and uh, get it sorted. It's uh, sore this morning, but it's still, but it doesn't feel quite as bad. I'm not, it's not you know, it's not causing me to wince when I walk on it. It's just very sore. Um, so hopefully I have uh, uh, sorted it out and it will start to get better. I just won't be um, picking up those sheets of uh, roof today. I'll just leave those on the ground and uh, try not to pick anything up. That might be the best thing. Uh, one of the other reasons I thought I'd just add extra in this morning is obviously because... Um, uh, situation in uh, on the Ukraine Russia border has taken a turn for the worse, um, which I've been watching intently. And <laughs> again, John and I have completely opposite uh, thoughts on uh, how this was going to go and how it has gone and what should be done about it. It's uh, as John was like, no, no, he's just he's just threatening, he's just threatening. I'm like, no, no, he's going in, he's definitely going to go in, <laughs> and. Um, and John's like, you know, we talked about the sanctions and he's like, yeah, you should, you know, take them out, take the sanctions, do the sanctions bit by bit. And I said, no, I, sh- I would have just gone straight in, wham, with a whole lot. Um, it's funny how people just see things completely differently. But, uh, yeah, I, it's a massive worry, I think. Um, and I don't think <laughs> some people uh, are worried Um other people just seem to be totally oblivious to it. And I I really, I think this is obviously one of the biggest, uh, biggest worries we've had um, in terms of uh, peace in Europe for oh, God knows how many years. And I can't quite believe that it's actually even come to this, to be fair, in this day and age. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm flabbergasted and... Um, my heart goes out to the people of Ukraine and um, and uh, we'll have to watch this uh, space very closely because um, this isn't going away anytime soon. Uh, hopefully by next week um, things will have changed, but I don't think they will. Um, in fact, they might have got worse. Uh, that being said, thanks for listening this week um, and I will catch up with you all being well next week. Bye for now.